Blog Talk Radio. To the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests um, tonight. We have special guests. Everyone, sit back and enjoy. Because you know what? You know what day it is? It's Monday. That means it's Manic Monday, and that means it's time for. Chinese New Year. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans, Survivor fans, Biggest Loser fans. We've got a great show tonight with something for everyone. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's February 8th, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so excited to have you with us for the Manic Monday Show with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10 also known as the Portuguese Princess, and boy, does she have an epic show lined up tonight. First up, Sheila Kennedy from Big Brother Season 9 will join us for an announcement, and I know it's going to be fun to have Sheila and Michelle together again. Then Pam Guile from Biggest Loser 14 will join Michelle, followed by Dan Foley of Survivor Worlds Apart in our final segment. Both Pam and Dan will be talking about Reality reality Rally with Michelle after she finds out what they've been up to since their seasons, of course. So it's going to be a great show. We'll be taking calls at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Please remember to press the number one key on your phone to let us know you're ready to join us on air. Because of time constraints, For our first guest, Sheila Kennedy, we probably won't be able to take calls for her tonight, 
but we are going to try to get her to come back on the show very soon when she can spend much more time with us and her fans. Um, So we'll be able to take calls for her then. So I'll keep everyone posted on that, um, but we probably won't be able to take calls for her tonight. Just wanted to let everybody know about that um, because she is sort of going to be rushed tonight. So um, just wanted to let everybody know probably can't get a lot of calls in for her tonight. But we're ready to have a great show. Can't wait to hear from Sheila. I know she's got a big announcement. Been waiting for it for a long time. Let's have a great show, everybody. Here we go. Portuguese Princess Michelle Costa, how are you? Well, you can say that again, dealing with the perfect storm, perfect storm, perfect storm. I've been dealing with two blizzards in the past four days, and I'm dealing with one right now. So I'm hunkered down in my home, crossing the fingers that the electricity stays on, because that would be no bueno, Cherry. I don't do good when the lights are on, never mind when they're off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you lose power on us, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I better not. Well, welcome, everybody, to another fantastic Manic Monday. We have such a packed-filled show tonight. As Cherry said, we have the fabulous Sheila Kennedy calling in. I cannot wait to hear what she has to say. We have Pam from Biggest Loser 14 calling in and Dan Foley from Survivor Worlds Apart calling in. I'm excited. I know you guys probably out there taking the crud out of your eyes because you stayed up late to watch the Super Bowl. Blah, blah, blah. Boring. If you ask me, I fell asleep before halftime, so I didn't even get to watch Beyonce in her onesie. But I bet you I wanted you to talk better. Just saying. Um, And I do want to say, Cherry, did you watch the Super Bowl at all? I know you're not a football fan, but I know you probably watched it to see, like, the commercials and, like, the shows and stuff. Did you watch any of it? Bits and pieces. Well, I do want to say, Lady Gaga, can I just say one thing? Girl, I thought you were going to wear this outfit that was like a, an eyeball or like an egg or something was going to fall from the sky, but she wore a beautiful outfit. She absolutely sounded amazing. I thought it was one of the best um singing of the national anthem in the past few years at the Super Bowl. Did you get to see that? I didn't. I missed it. It was our, it was mine and Rich's anniversary. And oh, happy so anniversary, he took me out. Chica. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he took me out for a really beautiful dinner. And so we were out for dinner, and I didn't get to see that part, so... Well, if you can look it up on but, YouTube, look it up. She did such a great job. But, um, Cherry, I know I that we are in time constraints, so do we yes, have? Is on, yes, she is on our switchboard. So I can't wait to, let to you talk know. to her. She's my boo. She's my roommate. I love her. Yes, and um, her friend and mine, 
from St. Louis, Missouri, right here. I can't wait till she's coming home real soon in the next few days. Vicky is going to be up here with her. I'm going to bring her up as oh, well. I love Vicky. And, and we have Sheila Kennedy on air with us now, and Vicky is as well. Thank you, ladies, both for joining us. Hi. Hi, guys. Hello, thanks for having us. Hello. Oh Welcome to Manic show. Monday, Sheila and Vicky. How are you guys? Oh, my God, I hate to run but I'm in Vegas, and it's 72 degrees. Oh, I'm so And I'm in a blizzard right now. Do you feel bad? Do you feel guilty? Yeah, I feel horrible. I feel horrible, okay? You should. <laughs> you should. You should pack up some of that weather and send it my way, UPS, overnight as soon as possible. It, you got it. Are you doing Reality Rally? This year? Of course I am, baby girl. I'll be seeing you in a couple of months. Yeah, I'm still I'm still trying to raise a couple uh like a few hundred dollars. I've basically made my goal of five, but I you know what I, I wanna do what I did last year. I raised twelve hundred. I wanna try to do it again. I've got two more days to do that. So if the fans, can you tell Sheila, can you tell the listeners how they can donate yeah. to you on your Twitter, your Facebook, or Instagram, whatever you have, social network all wise. They have to do, all they have to do is go to my Facebook and see the uh, photo that they used at Big Brother, and you just hit on that link, and you can donate. Whatever you can do. I mean, everybody's been so generous. I've, you know, like I said, I only have a couple more hundred dollars to raise, and you know, there you go. I mean. You know, you're only supposed to raise 500. That's kind of like the minimum. But I try to at least do a thousand or two thousand every year. So well, make um, sure you guys yeah. go onto her social network, whatever it is, Twitter, Facebook, and help her reach her goal. Um, Thank you. You have a lot going on, girl. I miss you, by the way, and I love you. You're my roomie for life. I, I yes, just always yes, have such a good time with you, and. Uh, we talked a lot about things that you were planning on doing or you had in the woodworks, and I guess this is finally came uh, through and things are happening yeah. and they're finalized. Do you want to talk about that, let the listeners know? Yeah, I want the I, – I guess a lot of people who follow me on Facebook already know, but, you know, the book is out. It's on Amazon. Of course, they did a run where they wanted to sell 250 books where they're signed paperback but we don't know what's happening with that yet they are taking orders they're still taking orders for that but you can go to amazon and get it for 9.99 on uh amazon an ebook so i mean so tell us what the name of the book is yeah what's the title of the book babe the the title of the book is no one's pet but there's links on every social media site that i have if you go to my twitter there's a link that you look in my profile, you just hit on that link, and it takes you to the, you know, to the uh, the site where it's uh, Kindle and Amazon and and where you can buy the the signed copy ones too. So um, I mean, it's just it's been 20 years, you know. I mean, 20 years of me trying to find the right writer, trying to find the financing, and it finally happened. Two years ago, two guys from New Jersey. Yay! Yay, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> you know, so happy happen, for you, Sheila. So. What? I'm so happy for you. I remember talking to you about this sitting at Dan's table in, in Vegas. And Speaking of Dan, I'm, I'm going to so see Dan tonight. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm so happy Dan for tonight. you. 
Yeah. So, you know, listen, it's exciting. I hope later on it's going to go and we're going to make a movie. But right now we're just we're just doing this and then there'll be a book tour later on. Not at this moment. We're yeah, can you give us a synopsis of what the book's about? I mean, first off, you've led such an amazing life and you've had so many great experiences. I'm imagining that a lot of what you've done um, and what you did is in this book, correct? Well, right. I mean, it starts from Memphis, Tennessee, my childhood, and, you know, a lot of people don't know much about my childhood. I mean, I did talk about certain things on Big Brother Season 9, but, um, you know, my dad robbed a bank. Uh, I was put in an orphanage home. Uh, I, You know, it started from childhood of having this life that was just went into sort of a tailspin, and then I'm, I came to Vegas to live with an aunt, and then it talks about how I got discovered by Penthouse and how I spent, you know, 10, 11 years of my life with the owner of the magazine in Manhattan. I lived with him and his family and then went on to do other stuff. And then, uh, you know, kind of towards the end of the book is Big Brother. I do talk about what happened between Adam and I. It's public knowledge. I didn't want to do it to sort of rehash everything, but I felt like, you know, this was my story, and now I get to tell it. Um, And speaking of that, Adam's doing fantastic. I mean, I think people probably think I hate him or I have this, you know, all these bad feelings. And I think when it first happened, I did because I went on the show to win the half a million dollars. I never went on the show for anything other than that. And when that didn't happen, I was in total shock. I was in a fetal position. Uh, It was devastating for me because I spent three months in there. And I came out, and it talks about what happened to me when I came out. But I do thank all the fans in my book because you guys are freaking awesome. Awesome. Uh, If it wasn't for my fans, I don't think I would have handled it as well as I did. And, uh, you know, they've just been so freaking supportive. And uh, Big Brother has the most amazing fans. I mean, they really do. So uh, just so you know, I I did get a hold of, of Adam and just recently, like a couple of days ago. Uh, I kind of posted something on Facebook without asking if I could tag him and Maddie. And then I pulled the tag down because I don't want to. I don't want to cause any rifts or problems between them because I don't really know the whole story, but I do know Adam's story. And uh, you know what? He's doing amazing. He's still with the same girl. I don't know if you remember her, Michelle. She came to a lot of the parties, yes. the rap parties and stuff. Yes, He's I do. Still that girl stuck by him. So that's that's wow. right there. He's financially better now because he invested some money that was had nothing to do with drugs. And I'm not trying to be funny here, but you know, I mean, I'm deep down inside, I have a love for Adam because I spent 3 years, uh, 3 years, 3 months with this guy. And that's what people don't understand. Michelle, you probably can relate to this because Absolutely. you were in the house with people for months. It's, you know, you grow to love them somewhat like a family, a second family. So Yeah, I mean, it absolutely is. Uh, Even if you had qualms with them or whatever, it's still, you're still a family. And whether you're in that same season 
or you're from a different season, we just feel like we're family instantaneously. It's crazy. And it, and it really is the truth. And I, I have love for him. I have love for Maddie. Um, you know, they're both doing really well. And that's what it's, that's what's important. And so am I. And I told that to Adam. I said, the best thing that could have ever happened to me was not win Big Brother. And I know that sounds crazy, but it really turned out for the best. My son's doing amazing. I'm doing great. And that's all I could ask for, you know. Absolutely. So your book right now is out on Amazon and Kindle. And um, so you said that there's going to be a book tour coming up in the future? There is a book tour in the future. We just don't know at what point that's going to happen. It all depends on what's happening, you know, with the sales of the book on Amazon and and yada, yada, yada. There's The details are very, you know, they're kind of sketchy right now. I don't really know. So I'm just waiting. Hey, Sheila. And yes. Um, this is Vicki. So, hi. I, I, hi. I didn't know if you know I'm on with you guys or not. Um, uh, with your book, I want to make sure that the fans know they can go on your page, and if they scroll down under, they got to keep scrolling down, scrolling down under where you can order the ebook. And then there is a button there you can click in order and order the hard copy. It's a paperback book, but that's where the first 250 people get the autographed book. It's it's on that same thing. You just got to keep scrolling, okay. and you can have an actual book that you hold in your hands, not just um you know like not just the ebook, but okay. um the first yeah, that's where the first 250 people can get the autographed version. Thanks, Vicky, because they just mm-hmm. they just posted that today from New Jersey. So it's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, guys. So whatever site you want to go to, but usually I'm on Facebook and and Twitter every day. So. You should find the the links on those. Just look at the photo and then you just press on it. So thanks, Vicky. Oh. I I, I, I guess you guys are having a really busy show, so you can't take calls. But uh, so should I say goodbye? Well, <laughs> well we'd like I to have you say... come back. We'd like to have you come back, Sheila, when we can spend more time with you and actually, you know, talk with you a lot more in, in detail about what's been going on with you and about the book. Can you come back and join us sometime? We'll, we'll talk to you about a date, you know, off air, but is there a time maybe when we can have you back in the next few weeks and, and join yeah. us and maybe well, spend more time with you on a Monday Yeah, that would be like great. This? We'd love yeah, to do that. that would be fantastic. And that way Fancy will call in and talk to you, and, and we'll just plan it so that you're our guest and fans can call in and talk to you if they'd like and, and we can just, you know, ha- plan to have you as our guest. This was sort of unexpected, and I hate that we can't have fans calling in and, and, you know, asking questions, but we'd love to have you as our guest, you know, for a full evening and be able to, you know, get into this more in depth. So if we could okay, do that, sounds um, great. we'll work out a date and have you back on the show. I'd love to do that. Yes, yeah, sure. I'll contact you. I'll contact you. And you know what? The uh, donations for Reality Rally, um, even after you made the goal, they're still going to go on. So we can also promote that at the same time so we can make a show of it. Um, and I will contact you. But thank you so much for calling in. And I'm so thank excited, Sheila, because we spent some nights up and talked about it. And it was right around the time that these New Jersey guys, thank you, New Jersey. Um, they came you, in, and I'm just so proud of you, Sheila. I really Thank am. You. I'm, I'm Thank just you giving guys. you air hugs and kisses, my love. 
Love you guys. All right. So we'll, I've already we'll read some reviews but... of it, and the reviews What's sound that? amazing. I've already read some reviews yeah. of people who've read the book, and it sounds amazing. So Thank I you. can't I wait to read it myself. It, you need to be 18 and up because, I mean, there is some <laughs> stuff in there. <laughs> oh, I love it. I know I have it. to <laughs> but, you know, I'm just telling you, the stories are pretty, pretty crazy, okay? I'll just leave it at that. But thank you, guys. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Lo- love thank you so much, much Taylor. Taylor. And thank you, Vicki. Thank you, Vicki. Okay. You're Bye. welcome, guys. Thank you so Bye. much, Bye, Vicky. Bye, Vicky. Bye. Bye, Sheila. Bye. Love you both. Oh, it's so wonderful wow. to finally, because, I mean, we, me and her talked about this for years and years, and just to be able to see something moving forward in a positive, right direction is fantastic. I'm so also, happy give a shout out her. to Derek, who, Derek and Jana, who had their baby girl, Peyton. So, congrats to that. And um, we do have okay. your next guest. I'm excited. Just love her. I just want to just eat her. Mm, I love her. Oh my god, we have so much fun together. Oh my god, I want to kiss her cheeks. So let's bring her up before I just devour her. I want we everybody have... to devour her with me. Pam Guile. I'm sorry. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? It is Guile. You got it correct. Thank you so much. From Biggest Loser 14. How are you? I am good. I'm glad to be here. Michelle, the feeling is absolutely mutual, my love. I can't Literally, wait to like see every you time in April. Yeah, we look at each other, we have this like <laughs> like motion and we twitch and we do like this kind of weird dance and like all the way to each other and then we like hug and kiss each other. Isn't that what we do? We we are pretty ridiculous, I have to admit people are like, What is wrong with you two? But I don't know. It's just, you know, even when we, when we met a couple of years ago at Reality Rally, there was just an instant connection. So I'm really looking forward to seeing you again, and I'm thrilled to be here. So thanks for having me, guys. Well, we're excited that you are back on Manic Monday. You've been on for the past couple of years, and you've been on talking about Reality Rally. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that first, and then we'll talk about some other things. Cause I want to know what's been going on with you. But, okay, so I've looked at your donations, girl. Good job. I mean, you've been doing yeah. so great. We're well, here to get you some more donations. Yeah, I'm up to $1,320. My goal is $1,500. Um, I still have, you know, a, a little bit of time to reach that. Um, I'd love to go beyond it. But I've been really lucky. Um, the fans of the show and friends have just been great. And I feel like the more I do Reality Rally, the more people become aware of Michelle's place and the great stuff that they do for women um, with breast cancer in their families. So I feel like each year it just gets easier and easier to get the donations. I even started, I got like a pink vase and I started just like loose change in the office and I ended up getting over a hundred dollars just with loose change in the office. So um, you, know, you have to get creative because I think after a while on social media, people get tired of like being bombarded with, you know, I call them fundraising Fridays. Hashtag fundraising Friday. I think every Friday people are like, oh, here goes Sam again. But um, they've been great, and I'm excited. I'm hoping to reach my goal of 1500 and uh, we'll see what happens. You know, maybe I can surpass it. Well, I like your point that you made, how you said you want to be creative, and yeah. you put, like, a little uh, canister at your work, and for change you made $100. That's why people got to understand 
quarters, pennies, dollars, whatever oh God, it is it that you can up. donate. Don't feel embarrassed, right, Pam? Like, at the, that well, penny and that someone gives that you could be the one that... That is the problem, Michelle, is that people think, like, when I literally say donate a dollar, you know, like, we have a lot of friends on Facebook. If every friend yeah. donated one dollar, I'd be well past my goal. Like, people don't realize, I'm not kidding when I say a dollar. Or, you know, instead of going to Starbucks, give me that five dollars. Like, I think people feel like they're being cheap, but they're not. It all adds up. I mean, most of my donations were $20 and under. So wow. it adds up. Yeah. So now, how, can they, how can they find the link, Pam? Can you just navigate us through your different social media, say your Twitter, sure. your Instagram, your Facebook, so that people know where to go? Yes. Um, well, obviously, we can all be found at, you know, with the Reality Rally, www.realityrally.com, and you can find us under the um, Reality Star link. Um, we're all there, all of us. You can donate there. Um, you can also find me. I'm on Twitter at Pam Guile, and I'm on Facebook at Pamela Guile, and I've shared on both of them. Um, I, I still have yet to share on Instagram, but I will get to that. Um, Instagram, I'm at Pamela Guile. So, um you know, it's Pamela Guile for Facebook and Instagram and Pam Guile for Twitter. So, um, and again, there's tons of great stars. If you don't want to donate to me and you want to donate to Michelle or anyone else, you can find all of us at um, the Reality Rally website. And the lineup is crazy. It's so many different shows. Let's talk a little bit about how many years have you been going to Reality Rally? What will be the year this, this year? This is, my third, this is my third year. And um, for some reason, there's never quite um, a Biggest Loser present. So um, I think, you know, last year, Jackson and I, from Jackson from my season, were the, were the only ones there. And the year before, there was um, four of us, Michael Dorsey from my season, and Alan from, I think, season eight. But uh, this year, we're lucky. We've got um, J.J. O'Malley from season 16 coming. We've got uh, Mark Pincevich, who was the season 10 at-home winner coming. Uh, Jackson, Michael, and myself from my season are coming back as well, and I believe uh, Liz Young from another season is coming. So we have a couple of new people to come, and we're hoping, um, you know, with each passing year that maybe we can get. Because, I mean, there's, like, over 300 alumni. Like, you know, come on, guys. Come on out. It's a great charity. So, I mean, and, like, Big Brother and Survivor have such a big contingency there. That, um, yeah, you know, well, especially nice. Survivor, especially Survivor, because yeah. Jamie was part of Survivor, but there's definitely not a big brother. But um, Mark was actually on a couple of weeks ago, and um, I actually did a bunch of Tough Mudders and Spartan races with him. And actually, I was on The Biggest Loser, believe it or not, Pam, I don't know if you know this, um, when um, they had Where Are the Biggest Losers Now? And when I did the Spartan race, I was in some scenes with Mark and Fredo and... Patrick House and oh, I that. Um, oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, and people are like, I thought you were on Big Brother, and I was like, I was. And they're like, Why are you in The Biggest Loser? And I'm like, What are you talking about? I didn't even remember this. And then I go and watch The Biggest Loser, and I'm like, Oh my God, there I am! It was and Tara Costa. It was so great spending time with all of them. Oh my God, I um, love me some Tara. I tried to get her to come. Hopefully, she just had a lot going on this year, but hopefully, we can get her to come next year. I adore Tara. She's um, and I call her BL royalty. She laughs at me. She hates that. Um, oh, I yeah. love her. Yeah, she's great. Couple she's questions fantastic. for you. I yeah. I wanted to know: Were you able to re uh, to meet Richard Hatch when he came a couple of years ago? And what are your thoughts yes. on him on Biggest Loser? Because I was like 
so Team Richard Hatch, and I was so excited. And are you caught up with the season's biggest loser that's on tonight at 8 o'clock? It is on tonight at 8 o'clock, and it's makeover love, week. Love. Which, it's makeover week, which every contestant wants to get to. Um, I did not make it to makeover week. That's one of my biggest regrets. It sounds ridiculous, but trust me, if you're a fan of the show, you want to make it to makeover week. So tonight should be um, should be a great, great episode. Um, I it was so funny because I did meet Richard the first year I did Reality Rally, and I liked him very much. Um, and so I, I said to him, "Look at him. He's going to be like the star of Reality Rally now with two shows." Um, but yeah, I think you know I think a lot of the fans have problems when they bring somebody famous in only because I think the fans um, are used to it being what they consider normal people. Um, so I think, you know, when they start introducing Ruben and they brought Richard in and um, the gal from The Voice, I think some of the diehard fans have a really hard time with it. But I think it's a great way to get um, kind of crossover, you know, to get fans from other shows to watch. You know, and I think I think it's smart marketing. Um, I think Richard's got a great personality. I think he was great on the show. So I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to him being a part of um, our alumni as well this year. I see he is in the lineup. So, um, you know, I, I think, look, I think you, you, I think you got to change it up and keep it fresh. And I think that this is one of the ways. Also, having Bob be the host this year was another way well, to change it up. Bob. At first, I was like, uh but the more and more I got on it and the more he was more involved right. like with the contestants, I was like, okay, I get it. Now I finally yeah. get it. Well, I, can I tell you, I, you know, I, I only had the opportunity to work out with Bob twice, but um, I absolutely adored every minute I was with him. Um, he is funny. He is crazy. I have nothing but love for Barb Harper. So um, I, I also really enjoyed Allison Sweeney who is honestly one of the nicest people in Hollywood. So, uh, you know, I think we were all there like, you know, when, um, when Allison was no longer the host. But I think Bob gives it a new twist. I think it's working. I think, um, I think it's given new life to Bob on the show. You know, I mean, he's, cons- he's the only trainer that's consistently been on. You know, so I think after a while, maybe he needed, you know, a little freshness. So um, I he think it's a working. little judging. A little judging. <laughs> A little, little shake. <laughs> yeah, we'll shake our Bob Harper. But, um, <laughs> but I, think, I think it's working, you know, so we'll see. You know, we'll see. So what are your thoughts so far on this season? Um, I know, well, first off, I want to say I have been a fan of Biggest Losers since day one, season one. I sit and cry like a baby, okay? <laughs> Like Don't we all? Baby. But now I cry two hours like a baby instead of one hour like a baby because they do the back-to-back, which I love, but then I'm yes. like, I'm like, I want more. But You're so emotionally like drained. They're doing that. Yeah, they're doing that because it's a shorter season. Yeah. Who are your favorites so far? Like, you know, I know that it's been kind of going a little fast and stuff. I don't know if you've caught up with everything, but who are your picks right now? Um, I, unfortunately, um, I missed the last two weeks because I was in Europe getting married. So, um, congratulations. I, a, I know. Yes. So I think it's a really good excuse. <laughs> Wait, we're in Europe, baby. I, I got married in Northern Ireland. Oh my God. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause that sounds exciting. I can, I can. Um, I met my husband here. Um, and we've had been together five and a half years. Um, unfortunately he is, um, one of those Irish guys that came over and never, 
went home. So when he did go home because his mom got sick, he couldn't get back in. So um, yeah. <laughs> so um, we were going to get married anyway. We've been together five and a half years. So um, he's working over in England now. We got married in Northern Ireland. So his mom, who's doing okay but very frail, um, could see us. So uh, now we, you know, start the whole process of trying to get him back. So who knows? I could be a UK resident in a year or two. But Let's hope for the best. I've taken it one step at a time. Um, yeah, it was great. So it was just it was just a, just his immediate family because it started getting crazy with immigration. But um, yes, yeah, so we got married on the 29th. So forgive me if I've missed a couple episodes of The Biggest Loser, but um, marrying the love of my it. life might have been a little more important. <laughs> Wait a minute. So your you get husband married right now is in England. Yes. How did he get from Northern Ireland to England? Does he know people there? Like, or is it the yeah, closest place yeah. that he can get to besides America? Right. Well, he, um, he does construction, so he's working with a company over in England and a lot. Unfortunately, it's, there's not a lot of work in Northern Ireland, so um, it's typical for these guys to go over to England to work. So he's working with a company over there while we um, deal with immigration and hope to get him back. But... Yeah, so so the good news is he is a UK resident, so he can work in England and Ireland and Wales, so um, Scotland. So he has a couple of different um, places to keep going. But yeah, we'd like to have him home. It was a little hard getting married and getting on a plane and coming back to New York and not having your husband with you. Oh so, my no, God, girl, how did you do that? I mean, you've got to be a strong cookie to. Go marry your I, husband in Northern Ireland and then be like, okay, hop it on a plane. All right, see ya. FaceTime you later. I know. See you in six weeks, hon. Bye. <laughs> I know. Um, wow. But I, I know, but that's just the story of my life. Nothing, Nothing's ever easy. Everything's always crazy, but it's always worth it. So, so did you get um, so have you gone to England before? Like, have you gone to England before to visit him or ever been to England? Yes, I've been to England. Um, I actually, last time I visited him was um, last July. I visited him. I'd never been to the north of Ireland. That was my first time um, spending time in the north of Ireland, which is beautiful. Um, so we actually were honeymooning in the north of Ireland. We drove around for a couple of days and just spent some time alone. But um, I'm sure next time I see him, I'll probably head over to England. But it's crazy, huh? Surprise! <laughs> you thought oh you were going to get loser. married on the 29th. I did. Was that January twenty ninth. Yes. I was wondering. I am in December twenty ninth. Is Michelle's birthday? I wasn't sure. Oh, twenty nine is my lucky number. Pam, twenty nine is my lucky number. So the fact that you got married on the twenty ninth, girl, everything's gonna work out okay, babe. I believe it, now, Michelle. I believe it. This is good. This is <laughs> July twenty ninth. <laughs> See, and you're July twenty ninth. See, there's a lot of twenty yes. ninth here. This is yeah, yeah, a lot of twenty nine like here, babe. Twenty nine. <laughs> I wish I was 29. How about that? Yeah, me too. I wish I was 29 too. We all wish we were 29. Let's let's bring back the clock. Now, could you see yourself? You said you probably be resident of the UK. Could you see yourself moving before, like, you've gone through all the hurdles and stuff to get him here and say it's not a possibility you would move there? Yes. Um, I have always, always, always loved um, Ireland. I've loved England. Um, I I could definitely see myself living there. The only problem would be I, I have a beautiful 18-year-old daughter who's going to be 19. She's actually coming to Reality Rally with me, Michelle. You'll get to meet her, Katie. Oh, my God. But, 
Oh no, she's it's gonna she's be just crazy. like you, I bet. Yes. She's a little quieter because I don't think she can get much in with me as a mother. But um Ooh. I think I would have a really hard time leaving her. You know, I think we're incredibly close. I've been a single mom for most of her life. Um, so I think that's the only thing where I'm like, please God, don't make me make this choice right now. So hopefully he can come back. Um, and it works out, but, um, yes. So you'll meet my mini me, Michelle at uh, reality rally this year. So she's excited oh, to meet everybody. My goodness. I know. I cannot I know. wait. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Now, speaking of reality rally, let's go a little bit back yes. towards that. Okay. Yes. So people are probably out there listening and they want to know like your experiences with reality rally and you've been going for three years now. Yes, Can you talk a little year, bit right. about your experiences, say, with the, the event, with going to Michelle's place, bring a Kleenex box, bring three, maybe. Oh, my God. I'm not with Michelle's place. Like, first of all, Michelle's family, the Watson family, are the nicest people you'll ever meet on the face of the earth. Um, and I just cry every time I see them, especially Mr. Watson. I don't know why. There's just something about his face. I always start sobbing to him, telling him how sorry I am. He's probably sick of me by now. But Michelle's place is so incredible. And I would love to see Michelle's place in more than just Temecula. I think yeah. that, I've, you know, we've all had, you know, sisters and mothers and, and good girlfriends that have gone through this. And I think the number one thing you hear is that, you know, in, unless they're in a huge city like New York City or Chicago or, you know, there's, they feel like there's not a lot of resources. They don't know where to turn. Um, you know, Michelle's place has, as you know, has everything in one. I mean, from paying for their mammography to taking them to their doctor's appointments to daycare for their kids, to support, to, to wigs, to haircuts. I mean, they do it all. And, it's, and when you walk in there, Michelle, I know you'll agree with me, you just feel it. Mm. You just feel how amazing this place is. And the director, Kim, is fantastic. Um, and, you know, and, and then we're lucky enough to meet some of the fabulous women. Um, unfortunately, it was so heartbreaking. Jennifer, mm. who we met last year, did pass away. So, oh, I mean, so uh, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. Um, but you could just see how thankful she was that she had Michelle's place. Um, so I just, you know, I just, I can't say enough good things about um, Michelle's place and Jillian Larson for starting this amazing event. It's a wonderful way for all of us wacky reality stars to make a difference and give back. Um, that race through the town of Temecula, I'm looking forward to doing it healthy this year because I did not know I had a horrible hip the two years I was doing it. I kept thinking, God, I'm in so much pain. I ended up getting a hip replacement last October. So, no, I am really? Really- Yes. So I've been running these races. I know I'm a mess. I've been running these races with no cartilage in my hip and thinking like I'm just a big baby, you know, because the biggest thing I taught you like work through the pain. No. So um, I'm looking forward to actually doing the race this year with no pain and probably have a lot better time than I usually do. But it's a lot of fun. You've done the race before though. Like, can you talk a little bit about that? Because it's, a lot of fun. It's it's crazy. Intense at times. I, I I mean I can only say from experience that it's an ass kicker. Well, I mean I I don't even know how many teams there are. So you know there's teams of four. Um, some people pay. You know they raise a thousand dollars so that they can pick their reality star, which is fantastic. And then there's just teams of reality stars and. Everybody thinks like, oh, we're just going to take it easy. And nobody ever takes it easy. You run out of there like mad people. 
dashing from, you know, from each stop. And it could be anything from something physical to, uh, you know, I think it's like the amazing Being blindfolded. Being blindfolded. <laughs> Hey, did you ride a bull? You little bull rider, you. I could see you riding that bull like a crazy banshee. No, Jackson. (laughs) Jackson gets the bull. Do you know? Do you know what I got every year? The clown. So they put that freaking crazy clown makeup on me, and you're required to wear it to the finish line. And we always end up there like the third or fourth stop. So I've got clown makeup on through the whole race every time. Yeah, no. I mean, it's just it's so much fun. But you know what? People are crazy competitive. And yeah. I think you always end up in a group with that one person who is going to freaking lose it if you don't do it in under 20 minutes. You know, it's like you always get that one person that's like, come on. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is for charity. Just relax. It's going to be okay. So, um, but, yeah, people that could are be me really... because my team got seventh last year. So, like, nice. it could be you. Then. I could be speaking of you. I I think what did I I think I've always been in like the low twenties, which to me is is good enough. Well, maybe you know this what? year I'll you break know it. You know how teams. many teams there were last year? There was eighty something teams. Oh my god, you're kidding? Yeah. No. Okay, so so that was pretty good. So you're in seven. Look at you, rock star. I'm just saying, and I have to say <laughs> that I did. I was involved in some adult activities the night before. Oh. And then oh, I had that avocado omelet in the morning. And let me, give, let me tell you, that avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't really agreeing with those adult activities, was it? Well, I like the avocado. Are you familiar <laughs> that Temecula is home of the avocado? Are yes. you an avocado lover? I am a huge avocado lover. I think everything is better with avocado. And I it's just keep telling idea. myself I can have a whole one because it's the good fat. Yeah, it's still so fat. let's talk a little bit about what's been going on with you. Like, you know, um, I know that you you've been have you been doing a lot of running. Well, you just I didn't know that you got your like hip replaced. What type no. of like exercising and stuff have you been doing, well, kind of prepping your body because it's hard when you have your hip replaced. You can't really do much. If there's somebody out there listening that's just had a surgery, what can yeah. they do to keep themselves still healthy besides eating healthy? Well, you know, it's funny because. I, you know, I had my hip surgery on a Monday. I was out of surgery by 1, and they had me walking by 7 p.m. So Shut they want up. you up. No. Oh, yeah, they have you going up and downstairs. They want you active immediately. So um, you know, the best thing, obviously, they'll teach you that. <laughs> yeah, the best thing to do is just to start walking. So, And it's funny because I've um, I've just gotten back to walking. I've just gotten back to the gym. Um, you know, I can do the elliptical. I can do the bike. I can swim. I can do walking. But... I became a runner on the show, and, and what I really injured myself was when I did the New York City Marathon in 2013, and I haven't really been able to run for two years, which has been heartbreaking. But, you know, I said to my, my surgeon, I'm like, can I go back to running? And he looks at me like I'm crazy. And he's like, okay, you're really not supposed to run after hip replacement. If you want to, you can, but you're probably going to be back here sooner getting another one sooner than you expected. So I'm trying to find something else but you know if if you love running it's really hard to to move on to another sport so yeah what about any, water exercises does water exercises water help exercise is the best is the best yeah. swimming is the best because there's no impact on your body whatsoever um i'm an okay swimmer i'm taking lessons to become an even better swimmer um and i do like the water 
so I'm trying to convince myself that I'm now a swimmer instead of a runner. It's not working Swimming yet, is amazing, <laughs> actually, Pam, isn't it? Like swimming, people don't realize yeah. how much your body can actually do and what kind of, you, um, well, what I'm trying to say is the benefits you can get from it. Uh, well, you basically work every muscle when you're swimming, you know, and a lot of us, especially people who are overweight or carrying extra pounds, the pressure on your knees can be incredible. And you're in the pool. There is no pressure on your body. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to definitely become a, a great swimmer. There's also something very calming about being in the water and just being forced to be quiet. You know, when you're running or when you're in the gym, you've always got the music, you're always listening to something. But when you're in the water, you just kind of have to be. And so I, I find it very calming. So maybe my next reality rally, when I come on your show, I'll be like, I'm a big swimmer. Let's hope, Michelle. Absolutely. Well, I just know one thing. I was a runner, and I've been running since I was 13. And running has been a great thing for for me, but also uh, now my knees are clicking every time I walk, and I have arthritis and stuff. So somebody that is a runner that, you know, wants to run, you know what, maybe the best thing for you to do is maybe do some water exercises and stuff yeah. just to get yeah. that off of your knees, your Absolutely. your hips, your ankles. And yep. there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I feel like when I'm in the water, you not only at the same time of you getting a workout, but it's like a sauna. So it's kind of like, you know, shedding yeah. pounds down too. Absolutely. You can get a great workout. I, you know, it's funny. I took a water aerobics class once, and I thought it's going to be me and a bunch of silver-haired ladies. I thought Jillian Michaels was at the corner of the pool. Like, this was one of the hardest workouts I'd ever done. I was bright red. I was, like, panting. Like, there's, you know, some of those classes are no joke. You know, you can definitely get that cardio rate up big time in a pool. So, yeah, I think think you and I know by the pounding of the body that um, that's probably the next step for us, the way to go. Yeah. We'll see. And I think we'll leave those bands. That not everybody can do the same regimen. You can right. definitely do the same eating, but when it comes to working out, know your right. body, listen to Absolutely. your body. As we get older, Absolutely. even though I'm 36 years young and Pam and Cherry are 29 years young, we got to <laughs> listen to our bodies <laughs> and know that you exactly. can't go running or uh-huh. do the stairs. Maybe no. the best thing for you to do is the elliptical or the rolling yeah, seat. exactly. Whatever works yep. out for your body as long as you're working something, right, Pam? Absolutely. Just keep moving. Hey, and you know what? At the end of the day, walking is just as good. You know, like people, you know, hey, you can't get to the gym, you can't walk. You know, I got an 80-pound gold retriever mix. He loves to be walked. If I can't get to the gym, if I can't, Take them for a long walk. At least you're moving. Just got to keep moving. And you know what the great thing is now? I've noticed, like, my phone has it. I'm sure a lot of people's phones have it. But you have this workout thing where actually it counts your steps yes. per day. And they'll yes. let you know if you have your daily steps. You can do yep. heart rates. You can do stress rates. You can do all that. Absolutely. So just walking around. So if you can find it on your phone, some phones come with it. If not, find the app where it will count your steps for you. Let you know that you've made your daily steps. Um Pam, well, thank you so much for coming on next Monday. We just love having you on. Can we take your fucking face? I'm going to swear right now. I'm going to eat your fucking face when I see you. I'm going to swear back. I can't wait to fucking see you in April, so don't you worry. 
I love Ladies, it. Well, thank please. you so much for letting me come back. It was a lot of fun, and I really, I really appreciate it. And you know, it's a good promo for Reality Rally. So I appreciate Absolutely. all you do. Can you just let people know before you go once again um, yeah. how to get on the link? We know the Reality Rally, but can you just give us your handles for your social sure. um, network, yep. please, babe? At Twitter, I'm at Pam Guile. Um, Facebook, it is Pamela Guile. Uh, there's also a fan page, Pam Guile. Basically, just look for Pam Guile or Pamela Guile, and you're going to find me. So, and um, all of the information is listed there, and all donations. No donation is too small. We will take anything, and it does add up. So, please don't be ashamed to give fifty cents, a dollar, two dollars, five dollars. It all adds up. And if you want to do something like Pam said, do it in your office, put a canister out yes. for a week and just let them know that you're raising money it's for amazing. cancer and involve everybody else. And then you can donate and move with the company that you work for or whatever you guys want to do. A dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, anything will help Pam, myself, or any other reality star going. It all goes to Michelle's place. It yes. goes to breast cancer, not only for women, but for men as well. So thank you, Pam. It's been three Thanks, years, ladies. and uh, we are excited to have you back to Reality Rally, and I'm excited to I see you. See I'll just be honest. It's a little bit of a <laughs> misconception for me. Just be prepared to be eaten. I will bring my silverware, and I will be tucking my napkin in my collar. So so. <laughs> All right, ladies. Great talking to you. Have a good show. Love you, girl. Thank you. You do the same. I love you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you, love. Oh, my God, I love her energy. Her energy. Absolutely. If you aren't a person that's watched Biggest Loser, try to go back and check it out. Um, she was such a spitfire. She was just exciting to watch, very inspirational. I didn't know that she had a hip replacement, which is very inspirational for people who have had um, some sort of surgeries or something that has um, – made them not be able to do certain things. So just goes to show you, you can do anything no matter what. And congratulations on her wedding. Imagine that, getting married and then having to leave your husband. So I'm sure that's very inspirational um, for her to come back home and, you know, try to get her mind off of it by doing other things. So we really appreciate that. And I'm going to try to get her back on um also because uh the biggest loser finale is going to be coming up uh in the next i think couple of months uh sherry you're watching biggest loser right baby doll i'm trying to keep up okay i'll take try do we have our next caller on by any chance not just yet but you know what since he's not on just yet would you like me to play i won't play it all but I could play a portion of that great promo that um, yeah, we have Yeah, that's what rally. we're here for. So let's do it, All right. Sherry. Bye. Okay, let's do that. Here we go. Cancer don't discriminate. Care if you're just 38. This is Joyum from Survivor and, as you know, from Reality Rally. And we do the most amazing event every April in Temecula, California, raising money. We call it Funds for Funds, and the money goes to Michelle's Place, which is a breast cancer resource center, providing services and support for men and women and their families who are fighting the fight of their lives with breast cancer.
I encourage everybody to go to realityrally.com. The event this year is April 7th, 8th, and 9th, 2016. We are part of what we do. We have parties at wineries. We have an amazing race kind of game. We have autograph signing, and it is all for fun for Michelle's place, but it is also for the public to come and meet over 110 reality stars from about 42 different reality shows and you get to meet them and have fun all weekend meeting them, taking pictures. So come on down at realityrally.com. It's April 7th, 8th, and 9th. We have fun for everybody. People can sponsor, donate, volunteer, enjoy it, play a game, come to parties, support our sponsors. And I always have to thank the Rad Reality Show who has been on board helping us promote this event since 2010. Without them, there would be people that would know nothing about it. So Manic Monday, thank you for what you do and also the other Rad Reality Shows that we've had the opportunity to be on. So thank you, Rad Reality Show. We love you guys. It's realityrally.com, and this is Jillian from Survivor and Reality Rally, thanking everybody for what you do to make this such a reality every year as we help save some lives. I'm gonna love you through And what a beautiful I get goosebumps. With that, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Goose bumpily bumpilies all over the all over my body. And guess what, Michelle? Magically, you know. You, I can guess. I just tell you one thing? Can I just say one yes. thing before you say something? I am so freaking excited. I'm having a girly moment. I am. All right, go ahead. <laughs> what are you having a girly moment over? Because I love. If, if you're saying Dan Foley's on, I love him. Yes. He was one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. He's oh. here. Don't tell him, though. Nobody tell him. <laughs> okay, we won't, we won't tell him. Okay, don't tell him. But your guest has arrived, so let's bring him up on air. Okay. He probably heard that. Okay, he heard me have a girly moment. Okay, I'm going to continue myself. Okay. okay. Here we go. We have here we go. from Survivor Worlds Apart, Dan Foley. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, having a girl moment. <laughs> having the girly moment right now, Dan. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm crushing on you. All right. If you're having a girly moment, does that mean you want to throw something at me or you want to No, <laughs> I want to I throw my arms around you and hug you and squeeze you to pieces. <laughs> now you sound like my wife. Now you just make me smile. I just absolutely adore you. First off, I just want to say thank you for coming on Manic Monday. We just popped your cherry pop. How does it feel to be have your cherry popped? Oh, this is this is very cool. This, this is <laughs> this is this is honestly this is just I a think ton you of threw fun. Him off a little bit. You did. Well, yes, first, you caught me off guard. <laughs> well, I'm glad that your cherry has been popped. It's been splattered all over the place. We'll clean up the mess later. Still in aisle five. Um, but I just like to say welcome to Manic Monday, and I also want to say hello, welcome to Englander. I live in Rhode Island, and I'm going through a blizzard right now. What are you doing in Maine? Uh, we are getting a taste of it. Not, not as bad as you guys, I think. But uh, we're going to have like 20 straight hours of snow. So huh. it's 
it's not going to be huge. It's you know it's going to taper off the flurries on and off, but we're supposed to get anywhere from I don't know six to ten inches of snow. They're saying. Now, did you get the blizzard on Friday like we did? I mean, I'm over it already, but did you guys get some snow on Friday too? Geez, I got to tell you, I would love to be paid as much as meteorologists to be that friggin' Thank long. You. It Thank is you. amazing to me how much these people make to be consistently and horrifically wrong. Yeah. I, we were it told was 66 we were, degrees, and then the next day they were like, oh, there might be some snow, and then we get a blizzard. Like, what? Yeah. We were told we were going to get, uh, in the town I live in of Gorham, which is like 20 minutes outside of Portland, we were supposed to get a dusting to one inch. Portland was going to get maybe one to three inches. We got like eight, nine inches of snow. I'm like, oh, that was awesome. You missed a mark on that. I know. We've, we missed our calling, Dan. I mean, what are we doing? We need to go become weather meteorologists, make six figures, and say it could be sunny, it could be windy, it could be warm. We don't know. Actually, don't. really, I think I heard somebody say this on the rate on the uh, – I think it was like a comedy routine, and I can't remember who to give the credit to. But he's, basically they said, if you are not a seismologist, then you are working too hard because they don't have to do anything other than verify what already happened. They, they, you know, they talk about, oh, was there an earthquake? Yep, there was a bad one too. Is there going to be more? Probably. I don't know. I'll let you know <laughs> what happens. <laughs> If I'm going to be a meteorologist, I'm going to say I'm going to pick Southern California. Uh, this will be my uh, this will be my meteorologist uh, prediction for the week. It's going to be sunny, and it's yeah. going to be sunny the next day, and then it's going yeah. to be sunny. I mean, you can make yeah. so much money and be absolutely wrong, and nobody cares. Well, I, honestly, it's I don't think it could be better than San Francisco. What's the temperature? Somewhere between seventy and seventy-five degrees all year long, three hundred and sixty-five days of the year. Eh, we might get some fog from time to time, but that's about it. There you go. There's the entire year's forecast. <laughs> now, do you guys in Maine go by the same motto that we do here in Rhode Island? Uh, yeah. Uh, wait five minutes and the weather will change. Do you guys you do that like, too? Because it, you guys could have like 70 degrees and then the next day a blizzard like we get all the time. Yeah, if you don't but like the Maine weather, if you, don't, if you don't like the Maine weather, just wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Well, maybe two. Yeah, I mean, you know, we there's all these jokes about if you've ever turned on the heat and the air conditioning and turned the heat back on again, then you live in Maine. Yeah. Do you now? Do you live near like the water? Do you guys do like a lot of fishing or do you like seafood? Like, where in Maine do you live? Because I'm not really I, familiar with the town that you live in. I live just outside of Portland, Maine which is the largest city in Maine, and it's not really all that big. I think it's – I don't even think it's 100,000 people. I think it's 65,000 people in the city of Portland, and Portland is a coastal city. Um, the seafood is is just awesome here. Mm. Most people, you know, they, they're like, okay, I'll try some fish, so I'll just get haddock, which is a very light uh, not very oily kind of fish. It doesn't have a very strong fishy flavor to it, which uh, which is nice. But, you know, if I want fish and chips, I want cod. I want something that's got uh, a little bit more bite to it, heavier oil, stronger flavor. 
I mean, if it comes out of the ocean, I'll eat it. I, I don't care what it is. I'm, I'm definitely a seafood eater, and I enjoy everything that comes out of the ocean. And I've done, I've done commercial fishing um, when oh, I was younger. Oh, I get familiar with periwinkles. Oh, God, yes. My grandfather. I love periwinkles. Oh, yeah. My grandfather used to walk from Portland to South Portland, which is, again, you know, he's an old man. And he'd walk down there with a bucket, you know, just a regular pail. And he would just go down to the shore and just pick the periwinkles right off the rocks, put them in a bucket, bring them home, steam them up. And then he'd just sit there and pick them and eat them and just drink whiskey the whole time. Did he use a toothpick or a safety pen? Toothpick. Toothpick. Yep. Mm. Yum. I can, yep. Oh, now you got me hungry. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Oh, God. We used to get these just gorgeous sea snails when we'd go uh, lobstering. Every now and then they'd roll into the trap and you'd have these, I mean, and they were big. Like some of them were like half the size of your fist. So like hogs, basically? Um, they're not quite that big, but they're, they're, but they were just, you could put them in a pan you know, just cover the pan, just barely cover the pan with water, put the uh, put the sea snails in, put a cover on, let them steam, pick them out, throw them back into the pan, a little olive oil, a little garlic, a little fresh cracked pepper, oh, with a glass of white wine. Oh, my goodness, mm. you are just dining. You are dining beautifully. Well, I got a glass of red wine right now, so um, the white wine will have to wait. <laughs> to you. Um, we got a lot to talk about, Dan. Um, we are here to talk a little bit about Reality Rally. So first off, I just want to say, it, this is your first year going to Reality Rally, correct? It is. I uh, I was in, uh, Gillian called me last year, Gillian called me last year to invite me and tell me that I had corporate sponsorship last year. And uh, I was told I couldn't go. Uh, Survivor told me I was not allowed to go because the, reality, the, the rally took place and I hadn't been eliminated from the show yet, so they wouldn't let me go. So, oh. I was, yeah, I was very disappointed. But um, uh, I, And your corporate I sponsorship wouldn't follow you to this year? No, no, they wouldn't. Not this year. Because uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm not relevant anymore, so... You are so relevant. Please, you (laughs) are. You're always relevant, Dan. So, um, but I mean, I... So how much do you have to raise to reach your goal right now? Because right now we're trying to raise you money. So let's talk about what you need to get donated and where people can donate to, because we know that they can go on www.realityrally.com, but I'm sure you have different social networks that you have. I do. I've put a link. I'm going to repost the uh, the link again tonight. So go to my Facebook page, Dan Danimal. So animal with a D in front of it. So Dan Danimal Foley. And uh, I'll have a link to my PayPal account for the Reality Rally. But I got to tell you, I was uh, not very confident that I would, that I would garnish donations uh, based upon the level of hate that I received from people throughout the season. So uh, I, I, although I did put that on my page, I told people, I, you know, I'm not the kind of guy that just says, yes, it's me. Give me money. I just, it, it just doesn't set well with me. So I said, I'm a blue collar worker. I'd rather earn it. So for people that live in the area, I said, call me up, you know, send me a message 
and I'll come earn money. I'll change the brakes on your car. I'll come over and change some lights at your house. I'll save Shut your kids up. out. Oh, I'm serious, yeah. Hire a blue collar awesome. worker. So um, I actually had somebody, I went over to her house. She just bought a house a couple months ago. I changed out all the lights in her house. Um, uh, this other couple hired me to, they just put in French doors in their house that were vinyl on the outside and wooden on the inside. And I, I did the sanding, I did the staining, and did the polyurethane work on it. So I actually just finished it today. It turned out beautiful. And um, my wife and I, the big thing we wanted to do was we're going to host a dinner. And we're having dinner at the house, and we're, we're inviting 10 people. And for uh, a suggested donation of $50 a head, you can come over and have dinner with my wife and I. And for people that don't actually know my wife and I, what it's like to come over, there's just, it, it's just, it's dinner at an Irish household. There's stories, there's laughing, there's talking, there's drinking, there's games. We just, we just have a great time. And uh, well, they better make sure they bring a bottle of white wine because uh, <laughs> I'm going to do seafood. I have a feeling seafood is going to be on the menu, right? Well, a lot of people have very sensitive palates when it comes to stuff like that. So I'll I'll judge the uh, the menu based upon what people do and don't like. I certainly don't want to serve I don't want to serve something where people might have allergies. So I'd have to make sure that people were were certainly okay with things. But um, I was also for the people that that's that's great for people that live you know at least reasonably close by. For people that don't live close by, of course you can make a donation. And I am more than happy to do a Skype interview with you. So for every dollar that you donate, I'll give you one minute and a Skype interview. And the trade-off is casting is going on right now. And we're about to see season 32. Um, final, Final rounds of casting already took place on December 13th. And they'll probably start with final rounds of casting again starting in April. So right now, they're looking at videos. They're looking at applications. They're making phone calls to people. Nobody has tried longer or harder than I have in the entire survivor process. And casting will tell you that. So I have a lot of insight. And I'm Can you give to us share a little that. bit of background on that, Dan? Because a lot of people they get frustrated with trying out and not getting the first time or trying out 10 times and getting it. Can you give a little background on uh, how many times you tried out and, um, you know, the process that you took to get onto Survivor? I went through, okay, so the, the nuts and bolts are I applied nonstop since season two. So I applied for 14 straight years. I sent what? in over, I sent in over 100 applications. And I, phys- uh, I physically drove over 25,000 miles to go to open casting calls throughout the country. And they don't care. That means nothing to them. It, it, it literally means nothing. Uh, because what they're looking for is what they want. Um, and you might be great this particular season, and you might be horrible that particular season. Yeah. And for, from what I was told, they knew who I was. They had been watching me. I had gone to so many casting calls that I, I garnished their attention. But um, they said they were just waiting for the right season to use me. 
So, you know, apparently they they eventually saw the uh, the merits in giving me a call, and, you know, it worked out, I guess. Well, your season on World Depart, I'll be honest with you, I, oh, I'm obsessed with you. Obsessed? <laughs> and you know what? You said something earlier that I, I, I want to say it's by whoever, <laughs> whatever your opinion is. You said that, you know, there's a lot of hatred. But this is my thing. You see what they want you to see. There's a lot entailed in it. Yes, you said some things. Yes, you did some things. Was it involved in how they portrayed it? No, maybe yes. But for me, I'm all about a person that is up front, number one. Number two, you're there for a freaking game. If people don't know it, you're not there in, um, you know, uh, happy times. You're not there on Sesame Street. You know, you're there to win money. You're taking out the time out of your family's life. And like you said, for 14 freaking years, you've been trying to do this and you've been driving and everything. So give a little insight on that. Because on, some people are like, I would never say that. And I would, no bullshit. You would and you will. And you eventually will love somebody, even though it might not portray the way you, you, you see it. That's not how a person is. When they're outside of the game, that's how you need to judge somebody. That's that's what you do. And I love the reunion and when you were talking about how, you know, things that you said might have been portrayed differently, you owned up to it. That's number one. Well, I, I never denied a single word that I said. Um, even during the game, at one point, Tyler, I think it was uh, after the mix-up but before the merge, Tyler had walked up to Sierra, and he asked her, he said, do you think Dan is really like this, or do you think he's just playing up to the camera? And she looks at him, and she's like, I've been trying to figure that out since day one. And Tyler actually came up to me, and he asked me, you know, he says, are you just playing to the camera? And I said, no, this is, this is who I am. Seven days a week, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. When I wake up, this is me. I don't, I don't put on airs. I don't put on fronts. And I knew exactly what I was saying. I own every word of what I said. And I will tell you the truth. I am a walking, talking mirror. I treat people the way that they treat me. So if I mm-hmm. treat you like if I treat you like crap, then you probably need to look in the mirror. I am treating yeah. you the way that you present yourself to me. And if you don't like me because of that, that's okay with me. Not everybody's going to get along. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make me a bad person. That just means we're not going to get along. And some people just won't. And Survivor intentionally casts people that they know won't get along. If everybody just sat around holding hands singing Kumbaya, the show would be boring as hell. Yeah. So, it's just like watching football. I mean, Super Bowl. You know, you have your favorites. And you don't. If everybody liked the same freaking team, how boring would that be? I mean, it's all about you playing the game and at the end, you doing the best for you to win. You walk in by yourself, you leave by yourself. Right, Dan? Like, Exactly. People, I don't think people understand that. When you walk in there, you don't walk in unless you're there with, like, a family member or whatever. But when you walked in there, you walked in by yourself. And would you expect anybody to stick a dagger in themselves or others to help you? No. 
Well, Keith almost did that last season. You know, he yeah. almost took a he almost took the bullet. You know, yeah. for somebody else last season, and you know they convinced him to stick around. And some people would do that. You know, there are people that have, you know, that that see things differently, and they were willing to throw themselves on the sword. But um, at the end of the day, it is a game. But I I played the game on my terms. I didn't play it on on Sierra's terms. I didn't play it on Mike's terms. I didn't play it on anybody else's terms. And win or lose. I was okay with that because it was my game to play my way, and I did. And I got to tell you, if I played the game on somebody else's terms and I got voted out because of it, yeah, I'd never be able to forgive myself. You would have so, well, Especially after everything that you've been through to get to that point, you weren't going to let anybody uh, dictate your future in Survivor. I mean, you put in 14 years. That's crazy. I've I've never let anybody dictate my future outside of the game. Why would I let anybody dictate my future in the game? It's not who I am. And like I said, I'm I've always marched to the beat of my own drum and I told casting, you know, during the you know, when I was talking to them trying to get through the whole thing, at one point I told Penny, uh, my casting agent, I said, There's only two people in this world. There are people that love me and there are people that hate me and there's nobody in between. There's nobody that truly knows me and says, eh, that Dan Foley, he's okay. No, those people don't exist. And it was funny because Penny actually said to me, she goes, well, that's not true. And I'm like, what isn't true? And she goes, I neither love you nor hate you. I said, because you don't know me. I said, you looked at a few pieces of paper, talked to me once or twice on the phone. You don't know the first damn thing about me in the real world. I said, you're just simply looking at me as a character on a TV show. And and she's like, you know something? Fair enough. Uh, I've never had anybody phrase it that way to me before. But, you know, and I, that's what I found Survivor really did as well. Nothing really changed. There are people that just absolutely love me. Um, people still go out of their way to come over and say hello to me when they see me on the street. They're like, I loved you so much. You were my favorite character. And mm-hmm. people, people still reach out to me online. And it's just, it just makes my heart swell. It just... It's such an incredible feeling. and uh, I mean, it's I, better I'm, to be talked about than not to be talked about at all, right, Dan? <laughs> you know, there's Whether a lot it's good to or be bad. said Hello, that. you made an impression, right? I, I believe it was the very first episode I came out and said, you will remember me. One way or another, you will, you will know my name. Yeah, so. I remember that. I enjoyed watching you every minute. I don't know if it's the New England. I didn't even realize that you were from Maine until um, I was doing some research, and I was like, I knew. That's why I liked him so much. I said, you know, (laughs) he doesn't even have the accent. I don't even know how you hit it. Yeah, a lot of people think I'm from New York. Um, You know, they can tell that I've got an East Coast accent, but it's not. It's not as thick as Rodney's or or Boston Rob's or anything, but. uh, but you can tell I'm from over here somewhere. People just usually can't figure out where it is. But I'm actually the seventh person from Maine to play the game of Survivor. The seventh person from yeah. Maine? Who would have thunk Maine was so popular? And I'm the third person with ties to the tiny little town of Gorham. Really? Wow. Yeah, Julie Berry was the first person who lived in Gorham. Bob Crowley... Even yeah, though he was a recruit, 
even though he was a recruit, he was actually a high school teacher, and he was Julie's teacher here in Gorham, and then me. So, now, do I you mean, go to Bob's retreat that he has? I, I hear that he does something where, you know, you go to wherever his, he has some kind of real estate or house or something, and they do a snowboarding, and they, they do a lot of things. Do you connect with anybody from that area? Yeah, uh, Bob and I actually, uh, is, I was I was chosen to be in his charity event two years ago, and I have and I the had Durham to withdraw. Warriors Survivor Challenge. That's it. Yeah, the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge. You didn't want to get in trouble, so it's not the Survivors Challenge. It's Survival Challenge. Survival Challenge. Yeah. So wait, let's back up. You had to wear a bra. Tell me I what's had, up, bro. What's, <laughs> I did not have to wear a bra, although if that's what it took, I would have. Um, actually, let's let you know, um, Dan, we have a live chat room, so can you say what's up to the live chat room real quick? And we have a, a comment from one of our listeners. So can you say what's up to the chat room first before I make a comment? Sure. Who's in the chat room right now? We have tons of people in the chat room, but there is a Susan McCunn who said she was trying to offer you some um, donation money towards oh. Reality Rally um, if you had brought any of your reality friends to the reality fan addiction, that she would pay him for each person up to $100. Did you? Are you familiar with this? I have no That's idea it? what that is. Um, Cherry, uh, she has are a you... Group. Yeah. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about that, called, Yeah, she has a group online called the Reality. Um, let me get this right. It's the, the Reality Addiction. Yeah, Addiction Room. And she had offered him um, social, basically social media. Um, if Dan wanted to bring his reality star friends to join her group, it's the Reality Fan Addiction Diary Room. And um, she was you know, just trying to sort of social network and wanted him to bring some of his reality star friends to her group and offered him um, money per person $100 to be exact. Yeah. So um, her name is Susan McCune Vergano. So maybe the two of you can get together after the show and discuss that. You might get another $100 donation. Yeah. Reality Star Addiction. Reality, reality star, star Addiction no, Diary reality, Room. No, it's reality Fan Addiction Diary Room. Reality Fan addiction. Addiction diary room. Right. And her name diary is Susan room. McCune Vergano. Okay. Yep. Very and cool. She, yeah. So she she already has a lot of reality stars in there. Yeah. So she's like, I guess she said that she sent you a message and said that if um, for each reality star that you bring on board, she would pass over a hundred dollars. And she said that she will resend you the instant message. So look for that, Dan. Please You're do. You're getting some money, honey. Please do, Susan. That's that's uh, that's very generous. And uh, you know, this is a, a spectacular cause, and I'm I'm nothing short of humbled to be a part of it. 
to be invited yeah, to it for two years in a row. I don't mean to cut you up, Dan, but Susan, I just want to say one thing. Me and Dan, you know, we've been we're involved in reality thing. We get bombarded with messages, good ones, bad ones, some yeah, that we don't even understand. Sure. They're in like different language. Some that are very hostile. And so, unfortunately, maybe he just missed up on that message. So if you can resend that, I'm sure he will be able to um, handle that because I'm sure, Dan, there's been a lot of messages that you get. Um, there's, there's been a huge amount of them. And, Susan, obviously I want to tell you how terribly sorry I am. Communicating with me by way of instant message or direct message, either by Facebook or Twitter, what is far and away the most unreliable way to get a hold of me. Um, so but can you I, tell Susan how to be able, well, I mean, not private, your private email if you don't want to give it out, but what would be the best way for her to get in contact with you so you don't miss a message? Just resend it to me, IM or DM, either instant message on Facebook or DM on Twitter, and I will be looking for it. I, I got to tell you, there was, it was strange because people would send me instant messages on Facebook, and whether you were my friend or not, Sometimes they would come directly through, no problem. Other times they got dumped into this folder, and I had to approve it. And it wouldn't always tell me that messages were there. I missed hundreds and hundreds of messages, and I felt horrible. I spent, as God is my witness, I spent hours and hours every single day. If you sent me an instant message, I tried to respond to every single one of them. Uh, unless it was, you know, a hatred message, just you know, spewing venom at me, then most of yeah. those I just, I just deleted them. But if you had something nice to say, um, you know, I tried very, very hard to respond to every single person, and it was, it was a task all by itself. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of work, Dan. It, it is. was a huge it's amount keeping of up effort, with everybody, but, right? Yeah, but you know something, I'm a fan. I am no different than anybody else that sent me messages, whether you love me or whether you hate me. I am no different. And who am I to not respond to people? What kind of a, I mean, truly, what kind of a douchebag would I have to be to just ignore when people reach out to me? So if I never responded, I swear to you, it was not because I was ignoring you or it was not because I thought I was better than anybody else. It was truly and genuinely by mistake. And, I went through and I finally found, I figured out how to find these instant message requests. And I was responding to people that had sent me messages last year, April, May, June, uh, March. And I, and I started off by saying, I can't believe how terribly sorry I am. I never saw this message. I want to let you know that I tried to say thank you or at least respond in some capacity to people that took the time to send me messages. And yeah. um, there was, you know, obviously there was a lot of people who were just spewing a lot of venom, uh, a lot of just poisonous comments. But there was a lot of people, there were several people that um, that just, just puked all this horrible, just terrible things at me. And then they would hear interviews after the fact, and I got apologies from people. They're like, I sent you this horrible message, and I want to tell you, I heard the interview on Survivor Talk with D&B or Survivor Oz or whatever else, and I get to tell you, I'm sorry. 
you genuinely seem like a nice guy. I look over your Facebook page. I see all the nice things that people say about you and the interactions you have with your wife or, or friends and kids. And, um, you know, I had some people actually reach out to apologize to me, which, again, is just, I mean, that's just wonderful. I'm nobody. I'm just a guy on a TV screen that people think they know or they don't know, but they still took the time to write. And sometimes it was nice stuff and sometimes it wasn't so nice, but all of it is just the whole, the whole process. I, I mean, what can I say other than the whole thing? I, I can't, I can't thank, I can't, I can't be thankful enough for the opportunity and to be invited to something as, as honorable as this reality rally. I, I, I'm just so excited to be a part of it. So, Dan, can I just tell you that it's been going on for six years, and it will be my sixth year going. That is so cool. It's so amazing, Dan. Um, you know, I do a lot of charities. I have my own Toys for Tots, which actually I would love to have you come to. I'm the vice president of Toys for Tots in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Really? And yes. And I have people that come from all over Maine, all from California, from all over. So I would love to have you be a part of that scene. You're so close um, to me. That will be at the first week of December. Um, we do a three, four-day event. We take care of your hotel room. We do all that. Um, I'll talk in detail with you that after. But, um, you know, I've been out of the kind of grind for eight years, and I still get messages. I get the good, the bad, because I was a little feisty, Dan, believe it or not. I was a little feisty. <laughs> and you know what? If you're sending me a message, then you're, I'm relevant, okay? I'd rather be able to respond to the good than the bad, but sometimes things get lost in the shuffle, you know? You get frustrated, and you're just kind of like, so, Susan, Dan Foley will be looking out for you, girls. So can you give a shout-out to Susan because she's um, in the chat room and she's going to be sending you another message, Dan. Susan, please do. I look forward to hearing from you. I, 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 can't, I can't even begin to tell you how sorry I am that I missed your message the first time around. And please believe me, it was not intentional and it wasn't personal. Um, please resend me the message. I will, I'll be happy to respond to it now. She said she's sending it now. <laughs> in pink. That means love. <laughs> so real quick, Dan. Um, so are, do you know what you're, like, do you have a team? Are you running the race? Like, do, do you have any kind of details or anything uh, on what you're going to be doing yet? Because I can give you a little if you want. I mean, like, with so many things in my life, I'm just, I, I'm, I don't make plans because plans can be broken and screwed up. And when they do, you're disappointed. So I tend to not make plans, and I just kind of figure things out as I go. I've never been to any of these reality anything. This is literally okay. my first time. From what I understand, it's sort of like Amazing Race, which is some another TV show I have never watched. I've never seen the show before, so I don't... You don't have to drive I mean, stick, though. Don't worry about the stick thing. Don't go driving sticks trying to figure it out. You don't have to drive stick. You drive stick? What, but, like, a sta like a standard? Like a, like a standard, yeah. Oh, I don't care. My car is a standard. I've been driving a standard my whole life. I can do that. That's oh, fine with me. Well, then we got to talk to Jillian. we got to get standard. But have you ridden a mechanical bow is the question. We want to know that. 
Have I ridden a mechanical bull? Yeah, of course I have. Yes, you sexy man, you. Yes, I, mean, I can see you. I can see you riding a mechanical bull up in Maine. I'm just saying. Uh, actually, it was down in Oklahoma. There was a. I had the opportunity to ride a mechanical bull down in Oklahoma, and um, there's a place called Club Rodeo down in Oklahoma. I go down there a lot for training with the post office. They've got a training facility down there for technicians, and they teach them about machines. Got a cowboy down there. Well, there's this one place called Club uh, Club Rodeo, and they actually have an indoor bull riding. And wow. You, and you pay, and you get to ride the bull. And I got to tell you, I'm like, I would like to do that. I have never ridden a bull before, but um, I I never ha- I've never had the opportunity. But I did so get you, the chance to ride, ride a mechanical bull a couple times. So do you know if you're on a team? Like, have you been told that you're on a team and you need to? I have. I, I've been chosen Ooh. to be. I've been chosen to be part of a team of people from Australia. Oh my God! Awesome. Down under. Good day, I, mate. Another strip str- on the Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently I am huge in Australia. People in Australia love me. I love you. I can't. I I couldn't un- see why people in Australia or in America don't love you because you're so lovable. Well, that's certainly a matter of opinion, but thank you just the same. My opinion I matters agree with a you, lot. Michelle. Believe it or not, my my opinion is the key to everything. And you are the man, Dan. Well. You want to know what I hashtag? Hashtag Dan fan. Hello. Let's make this Dan fan. <laughs> hashtag it. If you're a Dan fan, hashtag Dan fan. I'm just saying, Dan. I'm gonna do. I, I'm. I'm gonna be your publicist. We're gonna make billions. You know something? <laughs> I'll hashtag that. Well, I've actually, um, as of today, as a matter of fact, I just got an got an invite to give kids the world. So. Uh, yes. I, I. You know. I mean, that's the that's the big one down in down in Florida. Florida, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, you know, I've I have to I have to be weary about um, one of the things that Bob Crowley had told me. He said you're going to be invited to so many events, uh, you're really going to have to pick and choose the ones that you want to go to. Yeah. Because you're only going to have so much time. You you only have yeah. so much time in the course of a day, and I've only got so much vacation time. And this actually this year is my 10 year anniversary. Oh. So. Some of the money that I won from Survivor, I put off to the side, and I earmarked it for a second honeymoon for my wife. Oh, and I. where are you guys gonna go? Do you know, or uh, is it a surprise? Um, no, no, no. It's no. My wife does not like surprises, so that. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's not one of the people that likes surprises. But we've talked about going to. We went to up uh, to Ireland for a honeymoon, and we spent ten days tooling around in Ireland. And we had it. We just had an absolute blast. And we're talking about going back to Europe, and we're going to probably go to Scotland and England. So so funny because um, our last guest just got married in Northern Ireland. Pam um, Gale, did I say that? Pam Gale from Biggest Foods of Fourteen. She was our uh, last guest before you were on, and she's going to be a reality rally. She got married in Northern um, Ireland, and she's probably planning on moving to England. So so funny. Well, I actually, Aaron and I went to Ireland for, you know, for a honeymoon, and I became so enamored with the country, I got my citizenship. 
shut up. Yeah, so I actually have two passports. I have an American passport Duo. and I have and I have an Irish passport. We call that dual citizenship, baby. Dual citizenship. Yeah, that's that's exactly correct. So were you born in Ireland? I was not born in Ireland, but um I can if you are no further according to the Irish rules. I mean different countries have different rules around it, but according to the Irish rules, if you are no further than second generation born, you can reclaim your heritage. And all four wow. of my grandparents were born in Ireland. And my Aunt Mary actually had copies of my grandfather's birth certificate. And he was born just outside of Galway. And then everything else was right here in the city of Portland. So I was able to get his marriage and his death certificate, my father's birth and marriage certificate. My dad is still alive. He's 89 years old. And then my birth certificate. And they, were, you know, they could trace my lineage. And I got my citizenship first. And then I went back to the Irish consulate and I applied for an Irish passport. So I've got the two of them. So cool. So you could do like... Survivor Island, if they ever came up with one. <laughs> well, technically, now, I'm a member. Of, technically, I'm a member of the European Union, so um, any of the uh, European survivors, technically, I could apply for it. Interesting. So, uh, w- will we see you sometime soon? If they asked you, because I would love to see you again. Would you do uh, Survivor uh, again? I. I got to tell you, I would be pretty shocked if they asked me back after the way Probst treated me at the finale. I would be very surprised if they asked me back. Um, Well, if you're not talked about, you're nothing, so hey. Well, everybody seems to think that if they did a Heroes versus Villains Part 2, then I'm absolutely going to be... Uh, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Listen, I won, be- I won Best Villain on, on the, uh, what was it, Survivor Oz podcast. Um, but out of season 29 and 30, I was, I was considered the best villain. So, no, nobody, nobody saw me as a hero. Uh, people said they liked me. You know, some, you know, some people said they hated me. But overall, I was perceived as a villain. So... I don't know whether they would ask me back or not. Um, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I come to it, but I'm not holding my breath. Well, I would love to see you back, and I know Cherrywood and all our listeners definitely would love to see you back. Um, Well, I just want to say thank you so much. I hope you had fun on Manic Monday. We'd love having you on. Uh, You know something? I always have a blast with these interviews. They are just – they're so much fun. We're – you know, everybody is just so – you're all so friendly, and it's just so easy to talk to people, and I, I always have a great time, and I can't thank you enough for inviting me on. Wait till I see you at a, at a reality rally. I'm going to give you the biggest hug, so just be prepared. I'm a, I'm a good hugger. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the same way. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a fun story. I'll make it quick, I promise. Um, okay, go ahead. So I'm Irish, and... We always referred to my grandparents as Mamo, M-A-M-O, and Dado, D-A-D-O. And basically that's Gaelic for grandmother and grandfather. And I was, uh, my, my first wife, her mother was in the hospital. She, was, she had cancer. And she's in the hospital and she's in the same room with this other lady. And her grandchildren came in. 
And they came in, they're like, oh, Mamo, Mamo, oh, it's so good to see you. And they were chit-chatting, and they visited for a while, and eventually the kids and the parents left. And my, my ex-mother-in-law looked at her neighbor, and she goes, what did the children call you? And she goes, well, they called me Mamo. And she goes, that's what I thought they said. She goes, I've never heard that word before until my daughter started dating this man. And his name is Dan Foley. And she said, Dan Foley, if, is he the kind of guy that if he saw you in the middle of the street, he would just pick you up and hug you and swing your legs around? And she's like, my mother-in-law said, yeah, that's exactly who that is. And the woman in the other bed said, that's my nephew. It was my, it was my, it was my aunt that was in the hospital at the time sharing a room with my ex-mother-in-law at the, you know, at, at the time. Okay, that's, and, oh, uh, my gosh. That's kind of strange. So, you know, I'm, that's, that's exactly who I am. I'm the guy, if I see you on the street and you're my friend, I'll come over and I'll pick you right up and I'll swing you around and because that's, that, to me, that's what friends do. You know, you're always right. happy to see somebody that, you know, that you're friends with because that might be the last time you see them. Why wouldn't you give them the best reading you could? Well, I have a feeling incredible. that we've never met. We, you'll be swinging me around a lot that weekend. <laughs> well, you might I am be looking forward me to it. To places. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Well, first off, before we go, Dan, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on Manic Monday. You will be going to Reality Rally in April. Um, before we go, can you just let people know again how they can um, donate to your link besides Reality Rally? Can you just let people know your social media um, handles or links? Sure. Uh, I, I haven't really, I don't do much on Twitter, but I do have an account there, and that's uh, at C-H-X-D-I-G-M-E. So at symbol Chicks Dig Me uh, on Twitter, and on Facebook, it's Dan Danimal. So animal with a D in front of it, Foley. So Dan Danimal Foley. I'm going to be reposting the, the link um, to donate. And obviously, this is a very, very worthy cause, and uh, I'm just, I'm truly honored and humbled to be a part of it. And again, I would rather earn the money. So if you donate, for every $1 you donate, I am more than happy to give you one minute of a Skype interview. I will talk about casting. I will talk about the casting process. I will answer any questions. And even if you want to, if you want to Skype me and berate me, for this worthy cause, I will sit there and I will take your beating. I am happy to do it, you know, because Aww. there's because this cause is bigger than me. So well, you know uh, you what? Know, it's about cancer, but it's about all cancers. It's just the awareness of the fact that there's cancer all around us, right, Dan? And I'm sure you know people oh, yes. uh, that have had some type of cancer. So just to be able to make that awareness is very I'm important. Tell you, Mike, my, uh, I've got a very, very dear friend down in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, Beth Fow, and she was stricken with breast cancer, and at no point ever did that smile leave her face. She's like, I'm not going anywhere. I don't give a shit what anybody says. And this, she's got to be one of the strongest, most intelligent, big-hearted, optimistic people I have ever met in my life, and her and I are just cut from the same cloth. We are no-nonsense people that say it like it is, and I just, I, I, 
love this woman with all my heart, and I am so grateful that we've got the medical know-how, we've got the technology, we've got the advancements and developments to keep her on this earth. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful. I really am. So. Yeah, well, this That's is what so it's cool. all about, just, Dan. Go ahead, Jay. I want to tell you too, Dan. I wanted to tell him too. I know he, you know, he mentioned that he's going to have to pick and choose the charities that he attends. But I hope that you do get to go to Toys for Tots up there that Michelle is involved with up in New Hampshire. It is one of the most incredible charity events that I have been to. Um, I've been there three or four times, and I, I live in Missouri, and I've traveled up to New Hampshire to attend mm-hmm. Toys for Tots, and that charity is just so near and dear to my heart. Um, it's one of the, the events that's not extremely big. Go there. You really get to be with the fans in a very intimate way. And the the toys and the money that you, you bring in for the children in that area for toys at Christmas, they they deliver it right to, you know, the um, military men who take it to the Toys for Tots. And you get to see all this, and they they put it online so that people that can't attend can watch, and that's all for free so that people that can't go, you know, can watch it for free. Everything is done so above board. It's done, you know, very well. And it's just such an incredible charity event. And the entire town kind of gets involved. Just so incredible. I don't know how any other way to, to describe it, but I hope that you do get to try out Toys for Tots. I know it's in a time of year that everybody's busy and that hustle and bustle between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it's a wonderful event. So just wanted to put but a plug in. But even if Dan can come down for a day or a day, I mean, he's up in Maine. We're down in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, even if you can come down for a day and stuff, Cherry, that would yeah. be amazing because, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people I know are huge Dan Foley fans. So to have you come would, would help us out in raising money and uh, toys for kids in need. So if you can make it out of your busy schedule to come on down, that would be awesome. Well, you know, as a as a parent, it, to me, you're not supposed to give kids anything they want. You're not supposed to do that because you spoil them. They get that, that sense of entitlement, and that's not, that's not what parenting is supposed to be. But when it comes to Christmas time, you know, again, you can't give kids everything they want. Again, it just spoils them. But Santa Claus, Santa Claus never disappoints, ever. Every child that, deserves to have a smile. that's how I always looked at it. Yeah, I mean, that's how I always saw it when I was a parent, you know. So when my kids asked for things, you know, I might try to influence them in certain directions so their Christmas list was something that I could come through with. But Santa Claus never disappointed in my house. You know what's so awesome, Dan, is that you could bring your wife and your kids and maybe have them be a part of it and maybe have your kids presenting the, the toys to the Marines and maybe get a part of that. Our event is family, kid-friendly, so 
So if you want to make a, a, a family trip and maybe involve your kids in seeing how, you know, they get Christmas gifts and, and, and giving other people Christmas gifts that don't have it, that's another thing that's kind of cool with our event is that you can actually involve your family. And that's, honestly, that is right up our alley. Um, my, you know, Erin is, is always saying that she's, she's definitely not the extrovert that I am, but it, it makes both of us sad that she doesn't come to the events, you know, that I go to because I don't like any part of my life to not involve her. And this would be the one know, this that is, she would this would be feel perfect. comfortable at. Perfect. This would this be the would one. Be, this would be absolutely perfect at. for her. Uh, my you'd stepdaughter. You would be doing work all the way down the East Coast. You'd have to be like you know taking some trains and planes and automobiles to be doing some work to get some money. No, <laughs> because obviously the way that you do your fundraising is pretty hands on, and I like that. Is you're not asking for money. You're giving something while somebody else is giving. It's like paying it forward, you know. You keep and doing that. That's exactly how I saw that as well. That's it's really funny that you said that because that is literally how I perceived the whole thing. Because I wanted to, uh, you know, if I'm going to ask you for something, well, by God, I should give something. This is supposed yeah. to be a charity event. And it's not just about me showing up so you can, yes, see my magnificence and, you know, and, and revel in the glory that is me. No, that's, that's not who I am. If I'm asking you for something, well, by God, I should give something. So that's why I was, you know, I thought that was kind of a, a fun twist on things. So my wife loves to be at home, and we love having friends over, and we love to entertain people. And it's, it's always a good time at the Foley house. I mean, it's, it's an Irish house. You know, we may not have we may not have a bed for you, but there's always room for a friend. You Listen, know, you there's might, a floor. There's a floor. Exactly. There might be a couch. There might be an air mattress. You might get to sleep in the bathtub, but there's always room <laughs> for a friend. Well, that'll so. be good because if you need to puke, then you're already in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, that toys, I, I mean, the Toys for Tots, I've done uh, bike rides, you know, motorcycle rides in the past for it, and, um, you know, uh, from Portland to Augusta, and I would, uh, I would certainly be thrilled to be a part of something like that. My, my stepfather goes to school down in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and uh, I know that she would be thrilled to be a part of something like that as well, and it would be just a ton of fun, so... Please, and you know please. we actually have a lot of motorcycle affiliations in New Hampshire that are, there. yeah, that are um, big contributors with us. So maybe I could hook you guys up, and you guys can do some type of um, like mixing of uh, bicycle run and raising money. They they've always come through and raised money for us. So I think this is going to be a good connection, Dan. I think that you guys and your family will appreciate being able to help kids at the same time raising money and then at the same time having a little fun. You know, I'm I'm always about doing the right thing and and having fun in the process. You know, life is nothing more than a series of adventures, experiences, and when you've got no more new stories to tell, well, you've already got one foot in the grave as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, make sure you – you know, make sure you let me know what's going on and, you know, if there's any way I, because this is a lot more local. This is a lot closer to home. A Portsmouth yeah. is, is barely an hour away from here. You know, yeah. I can come down. And the good I thing is that we hook you guys up with hotel rooms so that you guys don't have to drive back. 
Um, we do like a three, four day event. So whatever um, time that we're there, you're able to stay at the hotel. Um, the hotel actually is uh, gives rooms to us so you can have your family there. You don't have to worry about driving back. We have transportation back and forth. We actually go and whatever money you raise for the toys, we go to Walmart. We actually spend the money as we do like a live feed so that people that have donated money can see you buying toys for the kids. Um, And honestly, I've been doing this for, I I never thought I would, Dan, you know, getting out of Big Brother. um, I always did charity. I always did stuff, but it it was like a plateau. It was like a platform. And now I'm vice president after seven years of doing it. Um, So I feel like you would be a perfect fit along with your family um, to be a part of Toys for Tots. So after a reality rally and after everything, um, you know, goes by the wayside and stuff and we we handle this, then we can definitely move on to um, talking about Toys for Tots. And it sounds great. And I know Susan definitely will be sending a message. So uh, look up for that. Um, well, and what yeah. I really want to know is if if there's like a live seed when you guys are going to actually buy the toys. Yeah. Uh, could I be dressed up as an elf while this happens? We actually, absolutely. Um, you know, funny. We I was dressed up like a chicken. Um, and a pack funny thing about that is. Before. Yeah, a buddy, elf. A buddy I, of mine actually, has a buddy the elf outfit. Awesome. Well, then maybe you can be the new elf because. I always play Mrs. Claus every year, so I get dressed up with, as Mrs. Claus, and I have Mr. Santa Claus, and we go to one of the events, and we take care of the kids, and Adam Pock was usually our, um, one of our uh, kind of elves, oh. I guess you could say, Okay. and so he just had a baby, and he wasn't able to make it, so maybe you can fit in the reins of that and you can you can join me and Mr. Santa Claus. That would be that would be a huge amount of fun. I just you know, I gotta tell you, I look at some of I, I, I've never attended any of these things. I've never gone to any of them. Reality Rally is, is literally going to be my first event of anything like this that I go to. And I just look at all the positivity. I hear all the enthusiasm and the excitement. And I think to myself, this is really amazing. This is incredible. You've got a bunch of people who are these alpha types on these reality shows, and there are, and there are some people who never attend. They, they want no part of it. But there's a lot of people that do. And they're, they're starting up and they're doing the right thing and they're trying to give back and, as you said, pay it forward. And what an absolute thrill to be a part of this. I would, I would love to be a part of this. Well, I'm excited, and just let you know, like I said, I've been doing this for six years for the Reality Rally. The time that they've been doing it, I've been there. So I'm going to put you under my wing, and I'm going to guide you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to jump your bones. Tell your wife no harm or anything. I love your wifey. No disrespect, but I do love you. I do love you, so I'm going to give you the biggest hug ever. Please do. I'm looking forward to it. Give give your wifey kisses first for me because I don't want her to have any qualms with me. But 
No, um, no. She, my wife gives me, my wife has all the faith in the world in me because I give her no reason to doubt me. And she, she knew what she got into when she married me. She knows the type of person I am. She knows the type of people that are drawn to me. And she is very comfortable. So, yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. Well, on and you adore your answer. wife. Yeah, I do. I do. There is nobody, there is nobody in this world uh, that means more to me than my wife does. Nobody. And I'm not afraid to tell anybody that. She is, she is literally my everything. There is, there, I, I know it's cliche, but I would jump in front of a bullet without a second thought. Um, I would give my uh-huh. life for her in a, in a second. And it just, it makes me sad, you, you know, you, you hear people today and they just, they don't have that same type of love for each other. It's, everything's disposable. Everything's, ah, I'll just move on to the next one. And It's a different age. It's called recycling. There's a lot of recycling going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not supposed to be like that, at least in my no. opinion. You know? No. I mean, again, that's just, that's just my opinion, but it's not supposed to be like that. Um you know, every day I wake up and I, I just expect her to laugh and look at me and say, no, I'm all done with you. And every <laughs> and every day she wakes up and she gives me a kiss and she tells me how much she loves me. And um, and I, I just, I never want to do anything to disappoint her or hurt her. And I just, I'm just so oh. grateful that she loves me. Oh, that's so sweet. So you let her know that she needs to gear up for for a choice of talks. And I cannot I wait to meet her. I want to meet the woman behind the man. You know what I mean? Because you know what you know what it is, Dan. Don't get me wrong. You're wrong. No, no, though. you're right. But there's you're a woman right. behind the man, please. Honey. Yes. And, you know, so, and it's you know we tease each other all the time about how uh, how we constantly compliment each other. You know, I mean, she smooths out my rough edges, and I put the starch in her spine. And Ooh. Uh, you know, we're, you. <laughs> well, it's, it's, and I, I always make the joke, um, you know, happy wife, happy life. Absolutely. And she, that's my motto. Well, well, and she looked at me one day and she goes, you know, that's not fair. And I said, why? And she goes, well, this house isn't a happy house without you in it. And you're Aww. a big part of the reason why we have a happy home. So she said, how about this? Happy spouse, happy house. Aw, shut up. Wait, shut up. Happy house. I love that because I'm all about happy happy life, happy life. Happy spouse, happy house, as opposed Uh, to happy wife, happy life. I love it. Because it takes We're down to five minutes, babe. We're going to have to wrap this up. But. See, Dan, I'm this sorry. is, you know what? You're so interrupting. I mean, you know, this is why, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> gosh, we could talk forever, Dan, right? I know. I'm. My interviews always run long. I'm sorry. I'm just glad you remembered. He said, oh my God, did I miss something? That was the funniest thing I said. No, I'm just reminding you in a couple of days. He goes, oh God. Um, but I'm so glad that we popped your cherry. Your cherry splattered just perfectly, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I We had the bib on, honey. We waited for that splatter because You're we... You're so naughty, naughty. Oh, my God. We love you so much here, Dan. And 
Um, just really appreciate you as um, a, a reality lover, uh, a reality star, and a human being, and just everything that you're doing with your everyday life, just living it, keeping it going with your family and everything, and what you do for the charities and stuff. Um, I would love to have you come back on Manic Monday. If you ever want to talk about anything, maybe um, I know February 17th is 17th. Going to be the next survivor. So maybe in like a month or so, would you like to come back on and talk about your thoughts of Survivor? Would that be all right? I'd be thrilled. Uh, I was actually just talking to one of the new contestants. Uh, I you was know that was... one of the Big Brother people are on, right? I did know that, and I, I'm really sorry. I've never seen an episode Taylor. of Big Brother. I've never seen a single so you episode. Know who, wait, you don't know who I am, Dan? You better look me up because you need some. You need to have some um, type of education on Michelle Costa, the Portuguese princess of Providence, Rhode Island. I gotta, t- I gotta tell you, I had no idea, zero, none. And then well, you mentioned that you were on Big Brother. I'm like, oh shit! I should have done my homework. I had. No idea, Michelle. I had not That's zero. okay, baby. That's I okay. So I'm going to give you like two months until April to look it up and <laughs> get all your facts straight because, you know what, I was a little bit of um, a fiery mouth. I no. Had a bit Michelle, no. don't get a bit. up, babe. Really? I know. I'm sorry, Cherry. Me and Dan are having well, a moment. Gonna, all right, Danny boy. <laughs> all right, Danny boy. Thank you so much for coming on. You guys, if you want to, or you better, it could Dan Foley will come and get you. If you don't, don't eat the page. <laughs> Look him up. Um, and he also said he will do whatever, whatever. Oh, no, he will fix your pipes or something like that um, if you need be. So make sure you guys go on to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, go on to Reality Rally. Dan Foley, thank you so much for popping your cherry on Manic Monday. We hope you had fun. and. Uh, Make sure you go look up Susan because she wants you to. I'm looking at her message right now. All right, perfect. Dan, say goodbye. Thanks so much for coming on, Dan. Dan. Thank you so much. Ladies, I cannot thank you enough for, you know, for having me on. I look forward to coming back on again. Thank you again. Awesome. Have a great night, sweetie. You have a great night, Dan. All right. Good night, ladies. Take care, honey. Okay, I'm obsessed. I know. We're about to run out of time. I'm obsessed. All right, uh, we're going to run out of time real quick, Cherry. Let me go over the lineup. Get your calendars out, guys. Quick. I don't know All if right. we're going to have time for this, girl. All I right, next quick, 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 quick. I don't have time to All extend. Right. All right, Megan Malley from Big Brother will be on next week, along with Luke Picklin from Naked and Afraid. The week following, we'll have Heather from BB Canada 2 and Sasha Horn, who was on Who's Done It. The week following, we will have... Krista and Tiffany from Amazing Race. Go ahead, Cherry. Okay. I don't know if we're going to have time for a closing. Um, I just wanted to mention that Thursday on Mike and the Mic, Jeremiah Wood from Survivor Kagian and Trish Haggerty, also from Survivor Kagian, is going to be on. Make sure you join us Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We're going to close this with Ryan, as we always do, if I can find it quick, short enough. Thanks for being here with us. Take care. God bless. Have a great week. 
I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. Listen to the Rad Reality Show. God bless you guys. Come back Thursday. Good night. Good night, everybody. God bless. That's a wrap. Good night, loveys. I love you, Cherry.